Welcome to the iSmart Podcast Show with Tom Rogers, founder and CEO of iSmart Networks. We help connect entrepreneurs with key partnerships to build financial freedom. The average millionaire has seven streams of income, and our guests reveal how they created multiple streams in their businesses. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around for the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you could be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily transformational podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. Thanks for being on iSmart Podcast. I have Chris Martinez on the show. He is the CEO of Dude. Uh, Chris, thanks for being on the show today. Awesome, man. Thanks for having me. I think I'm probably your first guest from Tijuana. <laughs> yeah, I think you you may be. Uh, that is the, probably <laughs> one of the greatest names ever. Can you kind of explain what Dude is and uh, um, some success that you've had in it? Yeah. So in terms of what we do, we essentially help digital agencies by giving them the people and the processes so they can take on more website projects and scale profitably. Um, and, you know, I started in a digital agency way back in 2012. It seems like, you know, decades ago um, and uh, just kind of stumbled upon finding amazingly talented developers and designers in Tijuana, Mexico, of all places. You know, I was living in San Diego at the time and I was like, I bet you I can find people down there. So came across the border, you know, found people, set up a company down here. It was absolutely revolutionary for my own agency and then decided in 2017 that I was going to help other agencies to get access to these amazing people that really nobody even thinks to go down to Mexico to find talent, which is kind of silly because they're like, you know, so close and our neighbors and everything. Yeah. So when it comes to the name, I essentially was, you know, I had this concept for what is now dude of doing unlimited design and development specifically for agencies. And I'm sitting in my friend's beach house, kind of like meditating on it, trying to figure out a way, you know, that I can create this company and what I should call it. And I remembered this book that I had read called selling the invisible. And I'd read this book like 10 years earlier. And the only thing that I remember from that book is that he says that Americans love companies with the ooh sound like Google and Yahoo and Uber and, you know, it's true, right? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he could have, he could have made all, the YouTube, whole thing. Like, YouTube. Yeah. He could have made the whole thing up, but I was like, Oh yeah, this makes sense. So I was like, well, what can I call it? And then the word dude just kind of popped into my head because it's such a synonymous word. I mean, you live in Southern California, you know, like everybody yeah, says dude, dude, bro. dude, yeah. dude. <laughs> Like you say that word without even thinking about it, probably 50 times a day. Yeah. And in our industry, you know, people will say, oh, I got a guy, I got a dude, I got this dude that's helped me, you know, whatever. And so then I'm like, well, what if I could stand for something? So I was like, well, let me think. And so I came up with digital updates done by experts. Nice. And that was dude. And and I used it for like three minutes because then once I started wearing dude hats, everybody was like, dude, and everybody just loved the name. So <laughs> most people don't even right. know that it stands for something. But there's a reason why we always put those letters in, in caps because way back in the day, they did stand for something. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. That's such a good uh, introduction. You just said dude right there. <laughs> uh, dude, like seriously. It's amazing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how long have you running, been running this agency and what are some of the successes that you've had in it? 
So I started my own digital agency, like I said, back in 2012. And then I made the shift and basically came up with a, with dude in 2017. Okay. Um, so literally we just started running Facebook ads to see if this was, you know, if this was going to work. And we started getting clients like, you know, proving it was like a proof of concept type of thing. So the thing is, is we had really, really good systems and processes for completing, uh, for receiving tasks and doing like ongoing support type work because in my agency we were doing that for hundreds of clients and I was managing basically everything with just, you know, five to seven people. Yeah. Eight years of experience is, yeah, you get a lot. <laughs> yeah, of exactly. Well, at the time it was five years of experience. And so I was like, you know, let's see if we can take the things that we learned from our agency and apply it to dude. Mm-hmm. And it was just like working like right away. And then the big turning point where I was like, we are onto something is when we went to the traffic and conversion conference um, in San Diego in 2018. Yeah. We ended up spending, you know, at the time with the booth space and then everything else that we had to spend. Yeah, we, I was actually going to do that this year and it got postponed oh, and paid for it and everything. <laughs> fantastic investment. Um, so for us, you know, it was like 10 grand and that's a lot of money no matter where you're at in your business. But at the time, I mean, we were doing like 12 grand with dude. So yeah. 10 grand is like, you know, almost a month's entire revenue. Um, and so we, we paid the money, we got the booth and it was just, after that, it just kind of exploded and we went from five to 29 employees in about nine months. That's amazing. Um, so that was probably one of the biggest churning points that we've had. And then since then, there's like a million little things that we learn about our clients and what we need to do to be able to successful, successfully serve their needs. Um, cause when I started out, I was like, ah, we're just going to do web design and development. You know, everybody knows how to communicate. Everybody knows how to submit projects. Everybody has good workflows. Everybody's efficient because those are things that we learned and that, you know, that's one of my superpowers. And I just kind of took it for granted that everybody else knows how to do these things. Well, we come to find out that a lot of agencies don't, you know, like most of our clients are really, really good at strategy and they're really good at sales and they struggle on the operations and getting mm-hmm. projects, projects completed. So then we had to kind of reinvent ourselves and start teaching about, hey, this is how you make things more efficient. These are the proper, you know, um, standard operating procedures that you should have. And that's where it came up with the, you know, we help our agencies with the people Mm -hmm. and then also the processes. Because that was an additional stream of revenue that you created right there, right? um, It it, it allowed us to be able to raise our prices is what it did. Yeah, perfect. So we get better. You know, now we're providing additional value. Obviously, we raise our rates. Mm-hmm. And then with that, you end up getting a new customer. So then you learn, you know, because as you raise your prices, your customer oftentimes is going to Yeah, Chris change. makes a really great point there that you don't need to, you know, create a whole new business to create another stream. You could just add additional products on top of your current model and then boom, you know, you're, you did create a revenue stream and it could be, and it's in perfect alignment. I mean, we've seen this over and over and over with all of our guests. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was listening, a friend of mine, um, who you, I used to be in his mastermind group. He's a mentor and a friend to me. He's been, uh, you know, a mentor to me for like almost 10 years. His brother-in-law spoke to us one time and he ended up selling his company for like, it was like $750 million. And he right. said, so, so legit, right. And he built it from nothing, you know, like super, super smart guy when it comes to business. And he said something that always stuck to me. He's like, when you're creating a business, you want to figure out how to own the board. Meaning that you want to be able to have products and services that cover every aspect of that client's journey. Yeah. And that's how he was able to scale his company to 
you know, and sell it for 750 million bucks. It's not that he had one product and he's just, you know, hammered that one product to everybody. It's that he had that one product, it became amazingly good. And then he figured out another product that filled a different need with the same customer and sold that amazingly well. And then just continued until he literally, you know, quote unquote, owned the board. Yeah. And he so like saturated that individual with so many products that he just found a great way to be able to suck as much money as you possibly can from your entire client base. Yeah. Because you're not the only one that they're using. Most likely you're not the only tool that they're using to do whatever it is that they do. There's lots of um, people that they're sourcing to help them complete whatever it is that they're doing. Um, And so, you know, as we've raised our prices, we've really focused on, and I've always remembered that own the board, what other areas can we own the board at? And then we just, um, create those and integrate in those into what yeah, we do. Yeah, it's a fantastic term is owning the board. I love that. Uh, so is that is that was that the primary that did you add multiple services on top of that initial one or what what happened after that to be able to create additional streams? Um, so it, you know it started out with just doing like website requests and WordPress websites. Um, we've gotten you know we we do landing pages and funnels. There's four main things that we do, right? So it's Building out WordPress websites, that's like the most common thing that we do for agencies. Then it's um, doing landing pages and funnels. So we've expanded the different platforms that we work on as well. So ClickFunnels, Leadpages, um, WordPress, of course. And there's a bunch of other ones that we've dabbled in as well. Um, and then updates and changes to existing sites would be the third most po- popular thing that we do. And then design work, like digital design work. So um, on top of that, we started doing custom WordPress development as well. So like the coronavirus, because which I know you want to talk about in a second, to me, it's like one of the best things that could happen to um, all industries, but specifically the digital marketing industry. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, one, because there's a lot of people in this space who have no idea what the hell they're doing and they shouldn't be running a, uh, an agency. And they those are the ones who take advantage of clients and don't get results, and it ends up tainting the reputation for everybody in our industry. So those ones are, you know, have been weeded out. Basically, they died off, you know, pretty quickly. So that's the one big benefit um, is that all those scammies, scammy scam artists are gone. Um, yeah, definitely. The second one is it's forcing us to be very, very innovative. And so for us, for example, like we had to create uh, or integrate doing more custom WordPress development. Most of our clients prior to this were just doing theme sites, which that's still majority of what we do, but now we're doing more custom dev. And we had to integrate and like, you know, um, get those team members into our team very quickly so that we can start doing more more custom dev. Um, And then we started doing some like print design work. Um, We started doing membership sites, more e-commerce. So we're just layering on more things that our clients are asking for that the strong ones are asking for, mm-hmm. you know, like these bigger agencies that, you know, they had to cut back staff, but they still have clients that still have projects that need to be completed. What do those guys and uh, gals need? And so we just adapt and change. And then we're able to bring those, those people into our company. So it doesn't sound like the coronavirus has really affected the business no, at all. No. If anything, it's grown it. Yeah. So right away we did lose clients, you know, pretty much every digital agency that we know lost some clients. Um, March, we did lose some clients. Um, and so, you know, we had to rebound and basically what we did is we looked at, um, you know, at, towards the end of March, we said, okay, what happens if we lose 20% of our revenue? Okay. Um, what does our company need to look like so that we're still profitable? 
And then we just make the adjustments, cutting expenses wherever we need to, reducing staff hours, you know, never easy decision, but it's things that have to be done to ensure the survival of the company. And fortunately what happened, and I knew that this was going to happen, is that towards the end of April, when people started to real, well, when the general business community started to realize, hey, like this thing's not going away, like me doing nothing is going to land me out of business. Oh, yeah. Um, everybody started to move and then agencies get busy again because finally these customers are like, all that digital stuff that you were telling me about for the past 10 years, yeah, I need to do that. Yeah, it's like innovate or die, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's one of my favorite like, sayings. It's like adapt or die. Yeah. And this is where you really get to see who's got what it takes to be able to survive, right? Like some people, something bad happens, they just... Uh, paralyzed by fear, they do nothing. Those ones are going to die off. That's just the way that it works. Yeah. And I might sound insensitive, but that's what it is. This is this is this is the way the business works. So you is that your advice, like through the, with through, to the, like the other listeners and other entrepreneurs that are running their companies right now, is that your advice through this whole kind of um, situation? Absolutely. Do not sit on the sidelines and wait for this thing to play out. The ones that are going to be successful are the ones that are going to like just like put your fear aside, you know, acknowledge that you're afraid. Everybody's afraid. I'm afraid too. But you have this ability to put that aside and just move forward no matter what. Adapt, adjust, keep moving. Yeah. That's what you have to do. I would love to hear that many people are starting businesses right now. I know people have gotten to like these N95 kind of businesses and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Um, But I truly believe this is one of the best times to start a business um, because you're going to be able to hit the different different demographic, and the things are really cheap right now. You can get great deals on almost everything. So, uh, really, really great advice. Uh, thanks, Chris. Uh, la- last thing um, that we like to talk about is any kind of um, tips, or if you have, uh, I know you mentioned a book earlier. If you have any other book recommendations for the community, um, you know. Tips, uh, I would definitely, you know, like I said, you know, continue to push forward and uh, just be really, really nimble, right? Right? Like if you have an existing business, like use that strategy that we, that, that I used at the end of March. It's basically like, what does your company need to look like if you lose 20% of your revenue? And then just operate on that principle. Um, right now, and this is just my opinion based on like what I've learned from really, really smart people that I surround myself with. Right now, we've got, you know, the, the com- country is basically, quote unquote, opening up. I say, quote unquote, because it was never really closed, in my opinion. <laughs> right. opinion. Like, nobody was stopping you from being able to take money. Um, credit card processors were still processing credit cards. Yeah, that's true. Cash was still, like, flowing out of the ATMs. What had changed and what made people, like, cry, essentially, and say, the economy's closed, is that your customer didn't know how to give you money. Like you had to be really, really smart about teaching your customers about how to give you money because that way that they, you know, the exchange of goods and services and cash changed very, very quickly. And most people were complaining because they didn't want to adapt to this new way of doing business. So anyways, I digress. Um, So right now, um, the economy is quote unquote opening up. And so my opinion is that essentially we're going to have about six months of the economy kind of like moving again. And so you want to hoard as much cash as possible because what I'm hearing, and unless the the vaccine comes out very quickly and it's successful, uh, what I'm hearing is that in the wintertime, virus part two is going to come back and it's going to be way worse than part one. 
mm-hmm. and it's going to be another evolution period. And so you need cash to be able to weather whatever that storm is. And you also need the infrastructure in your business so that if things change and you lose 20% or 40% or 50% of your clients, that you are nimble enough to be able to adapt to that and to continue to survive and thrive. The first step is when the bomb drops is just like, like solidify and make yourself safe, right? Mm. Get things safe. Once, once you are in a stable position, then hit the gas. Like hit the gas really hard and don't stop because all the all your competitors are gone and now you have a ton of opportunities to go out there and capture new business. No, I agree 100%. So, you know, we're going into the summer, right? So like you mm-hmm. said, it's opening up, which means that people are going to be more optimistic. They're going to be doing business. They're going to be doing things like this. So now is the time to invest. If you don't have the online services, you don't have the systems, you don't have the credit card processing online. If the majority of your business is not being done online, this is a very, very pivotal time for your business to make the changes now and, you know, possibly reach out to Chris, you know, in the digital, in his digital agency to be able to take care of those processes. So that when, when the second wave does happen, you're not hit as hard as you were in the first wave. Yeah. Think of like the first wave, uh, as like a warning shot, right? Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, okay, you need to get prepared. You need to, you know, uh, all these things that marketing digital agencies were telling you to do. Uh, this is your warning shot. You have to do those things now. You have to be able to survive in a quarantined remote environment because commerce is not going to start. They're not going to stop. You know, Americans want their stuff, no matter what it is, and you have to set yourself up so that no matter what happens, you can still deliver the products and services that they need. And you got to change, you know, it's not going to be like, it's never going to be like how it was in January, 2020. It's just not going to happen. So uh, you need to be able to adjust to the new reality. Um, And if you can do those things, you'll be very, very successful. Really, really great advice. Chris, how do people get a hold of you? So that way, um, you know, if they need to make those changes, they can go ahead and do that. Um, What's your best way of contact? Yeah. So I just want to say that, you know, we only work with digital marketing agencies. So if you're a digital marketing agency and you need the team of people to help you complete all these projects because you're going to get slammed with business, then definitely reach out to, uh, to us. If you're interested in implementing these things, I have a whole list of our clients that I trust that I can refer you to. And then those agencies can help you with the strategy um, and help you get set up with all the things that you need. So if you want to reach out to us, um, you can just go to our website at uh, www.dudeagency.io. Um, and then you can always check us out on Facebook, um, facebook.com forward slash, I think it's dude agency, Instagram, dudeagency.io, and then YouTube. It's uh, just search for dude agency. We have all, we always have really, really fun videos. <laughs> yes, I'm sure it would be entertaining. One of the best ones that one of my favorites, and this is like nothing really to do with business is just like a fun, crazy, weird thing that we do. Um, we have our Mexican staff cause we're based in Tijuana. I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, we have our Mexican staff eat Taco Bell tacos for the first time because <laughs> most uh, I, first, like I think that like Taco Bell, like maybe a year or two was rated as having the best tacos. Those are not tacos. And so, but most Mexicans here, they've never had Taco Bell. We don't have Taco Bell in Mexico, just so you know. So I drove to San Diego. I basically smuggled a bunch of tacos across the border. <laughs> smuggled taco. And then I, we, we recorded it, our staff eating them for the uh, first time. So funny. So that was a really fun video. So. That sounds like a video I want to watch after this. That's great. Oh, you should. You should. <laughs>
Sure. So I am going to uh, head over now to uh, dudeagency.io and check out the Taco Bell eating um, <laughs> do you want awesome. video. Um, hey, thanks for being on the show, Chris. I, uh, you know, hopefully we'll have you on the show a little bit later on this year and uh, have a good rest of your day and we'll see you on the next one. Awesome. Thank you. You too. Thanks for listening to the iSmart Podcast Show. If you are a business owner with multiple streams of income or professional who would like to be on the daily program, please visit iSmartNetworks.com slash guest. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with hashtag iSmartPodcast. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? We'll promote you and your business to our media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up? In your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow. That's right. Seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed 15 minutes a day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the iSmart Podcast.